Hello and welcome to Our Lady of Victory. I'm Deacon Fred. It's August 10th, and we're going to reflect primarily on that first reading from Mass today. But we'll also pull in some of the psalm and some of the uh, gospel, uh, which are also, they're intimately connected. So they're, uh, I'd like to bring in a little bit and reflect on, on all of those. The first reading is taken from St. Paul's letter to the Corinthians, his second letter to the Corinthians, chapter 9, verses 6 through 10. Brothers and sisters, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and whoever sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. Each must do as already determined, without sadness or compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. Moreover, God is able to make every grace abundant for you, so that in all things, always having all you need, you may have an abundance for every good work. As it is written, He scatters abroad, He gives to the poor, His righteousness endures forever. The one who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will supply and multiply your seed and increase the harvest of your righteousness. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. You know, some of the greatest accomplishments in human history are made by risk takers. Entrepreneurs, for example, willing to risk their fortune and dedicate their very lives to making their visions a reality. Today, I think of Elon Musk. Right? Elon Musk, he's co-founded PayPal, made his fortune there, and risked good par- portions of his fortune starting Tesla, the first all-electric car company. Highly risky venture, right? Paving new way. Uh, SpaceX is actually trying to put uh, humans on Mars, for crying out loud. Lofty goals, to say the least. He also has a boring company, which is actively boring tunnels under major U.S. cities for the purposes of improving transportation. Another high-risk adventure. Uh, But great accomplishments always seem to include great risks. Well, Jesus asks his disciples, he asks us to be risk takers as well. And for the past two weeks in the Sunday Gospel, we've heard this theme where Jesus teaches us to seek, you know, to build up treasure in the things that matter to God. Two weeks ago, that was from the Gospel. Build up treasure in things that matter to God. And last week, Jesus said, sell all your belongings and give alms. Provide money bags for yourself that do not wear out, an inexhaustible treasure in heaven. You see, Jesus is teaching us that real treasure, lasting treasure, comes to those who delight in the commands of the Lord, who let go of the things of the world and follow his commands. And to those who make carrying out those commands the focus of her life. Right? This is the driving force in, in one's life, uh, when we radically trust in, in the Lord. And that's not to take anything away from other things we do in life. I'm not meaning to poke at Elon Musk at all. He, you know, I don't know what his faith is like, but you know the driver behind a disciple is faith in the Lord, trust in the Lord, and, and seeking his commands over uh, things. Jesus says in today's gospel, whoever loves his life loses it, And whoever hates his life in this world will preserve it for eternal life. 
Scholars tell us that this term hates his life. It doesn't mean a literal hate of life. It means prefers less. So this person who um, hates his life is one who has a vision of the promises of Christ and cherishes those who delights in the commands of the Lord, who um, seeks the Lord over everything else because he or she understands what God has promised and really believes and trusts in those promises. Well, And Jesus calls us to radical trust, laying down our very lives in, in the hands of the Lord, giving back the gift of our life for his purposes to complete the good works that he's called us to do. Well, today the church celebrates the feast of St. Lawrence, deacon and martyr. All us deacons like St. Lawrence. It's kind of a patron saint, him and others. There's seven other ones that we typically turn to as uh, our patrons. But uh, St. Lawrence was a deacon in the third century, and he was charged with the responsibility for the material goods of the church and its distribution, the distribution of alms to the poor. Well, the church was under assault during those times. Uh, the Pope had just been executed, the Pope that Lawrence uh, served under. And when Lawrence knew he would be arrested by the prefect of Rome, who had just you know, uh, led the, the execution of the Pope, he sought out the poor, widows and orphans, and gave them all the money he had on hand and even sold some of the sacred vessels to raise that sum up and, and give more to the poor uh, widows and the orphans. Well, when the prefect of Rome demanded the church's treasures, St. Lawrence brought forth instead the poor, the widowed, and the orphan, declaring these people greater than any other treasure. See, he could have protected himself, right? But he took a risk. He got rid of the money and the wealth. The prefect was so angry, he condemned Lawrence to a slow death. So you may remember this story of St. Lawrence. The, the prefect had a gridiron, a grill essentially prepared with coals beneath it and laid had Lawrence placed upon it so that he would die a, a slow and excruciating, excruciating death. And uh, after suffering a long time, uh, legend has it that Lawrence made this cheerful remark. It is well done. Turn me over. So St. Lawrence took a risk, but God gave him the grace to endure. We heard that in Paul, right? Just recent, just in this past reading. He sold bountifully because he trusted. He had a vision of what God was calling him to. He knew there was something more than clinging to the things that would protect him in this life. I think the words from the psalm today might describe Lawrence and people like him. Just a few excerpts from a few verses. Bless the man who fears the Lord, who greatly delights in his commands. His posterity shall be mighty upon the earth. Well the man who is gracious in lens, who conducts his affairs with justice, he shall never be moved. The just one shall be in everlasting remembrance. We'll see this in a minute. An evil report he shall not fear. See, Lawrence didn't fear the report that he would be arrested. He just kept doing the right thing. He did what God called him to do, even in the face of, of uh, potential suffering and death. His heart is firm, trusting in the Lord. His heart is steadfast. He shall not fear till he looks down upon his foes. So 
this type of person is remembered, the psalm tells us. Uh, the, Jesus says in the gospel that uh, one who uh, follows him and, and you know dies to this world, um, the Father will honor. Well, the church built over Lawrence's tomb, the, there's a church built over Lawrence's tomb to honor him that became one of the seven principal churches of Rome. And here we are 18 centuries later reflecting upon his life and learning from his example. We'll never know how many people came to faith, were inspired by St. Lawrence to come to know the Lord and now live an eternal life because of him. They say the blood of the martyrs are the seeds of faith. See, the saints help us to see what is at stake and what is possible when we have eyes on the promises of Christ and trust in those promises. Well, we did live in difficult times now. Our faith is under assault. Our church is under assault. Religious freedom is under assault. We need to be prepared. But fear not. God is able to make every grace abundant for us so that in all things, always having all that we need, we have an abundance for every good work. Go in peace, brothers and sisters.